Hey, everybody. It's time to LOL. Listen out loud, that is. It's time for Anime Jam Session with DJ Ronma S, Mako-chan, and Ari Rockefeller. Hey, everyone. Welcome to Anime Jam Session, episode number 296. We are that podcast that talks about anime, games, conventions, the fandom, geek stuff, and everything in between. I'm Dijeron Mass. I'm Ari Rockefeller. I'm Mako-chan. And I'm Ichigo Gami. And I have my very last b- bottle of Not Your Father's Root Beer from the six-pack that I bought. We have a full house. Take a shot. Have a drink. We going up in this bitch. So how's everybody doing tonight? Eh. Pretty good. I'm sleepy. You always sleepy. Always. I swear for Christ. Yeah, it's I can't help it. Damien. Mm. Damien, cats are known to steal their owner's energy and just curl up and steal all of it. Just then you become potato. But stealing you... energy? Are they working for the Dark Kingdom? They might be. But <laughs> Ichigo, she was like that before Damien. So you can't blame the cat for this one. Darn, and I would have gotten away with it too. It's okay. I still blame the cat. Mainly because he wakes me up. Yeah, if he wakes me up tomorrow, I'm going to be very, very, very pissed. Sleeping in? Uh, It's my last Wednesday off. Oh, they finally got somebody. Yep. Alright. Look at it this way. You don't have a light-up keyboard. Uh, no, but he... Damien has figured out how to get my computer monitor to turn itself back on. (laughs) By walking on the keyboard or hitting the mouse around? Well, the keyboard is wireless, so I've had to actually remove the batteries for the keyboard because he will step on the keyboard and he knows that you know the bright light will come on and wake me up well since i've taken the the batteries out of that he's figured out that if he you know touches the trackball mouse and moves that around it will also cause the big bright light to come on and wake me up Oh, just wait till you get the new monitor. <laughs> My cat Why, is super an asshole. Bright? <laughs> you need a Facebook. Cat is an asshole. You need a Facebook page for Damien. Damien, the asshole cat. <laughs> yeah, but see, with, with hmm. Don't you have like a eye mask you can wear at night? I don't like to wear them. Hmm. Just a thought. Yeah, I don't like to wear them. And, I I mean, I have to get used to it anyway because the new computer that I will have is going to be very bright. (laughs) Yep. So, I mean, I have to get used to it anyway. But it's just the the fact of the matter that my cat, you know, he wants to wake me up and he's figured out a way to do it. (sighs) All right, all right, all right, all right. Enough pussy talk here, people. Anywho... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Anywho, we are live tonight, week of January 24th, 2017, here on the Vogue Network. We are here live Tuesdays at 9.30 p.m. Eastern, where three plays Thursdays at 2 p.m. Eastern. Check out our interactive chat room at live.vognetwork.com. 
Chat clients such as Merc, XChat, ChatZillicus, IOC.GameSurge.net. The chat room is VOG, V-O-G. Or you can head on over to AnimeJamSession.com slash VOG Network. And there is some information about us and other shows on the network and an IRC link. If you click on that, it'll bring you directly into the chat. So now, now that we got that out the way, I want to let you know that um, check-ins are now live. So if you're listening right now, check in for some awesome uh, VOG points. If you're not listening live, somewhere in this episode is a passphrase. When you hear that passphrase, head over to VOGNetwork.com, put the phrase at it, and earn some points. And now we're going to go around the room with... How was your week? How was your day? Let me adjust the volume. And we're going to kick it off with Ichigo. Oh, now I have rock and roll theme. I must be a pretty hard-edged magical girl. Okay. You well, can, you well. can thank Ari for that one. <laughs> oh, thank you, Ari. Go play Tekken 5. You'll see where this came from. <laughs> All right. Well, I've had a pretty awesome set of weeks. I was gone last week. Unfortunately, I was distracted by turkeys. Um, and they actually do sound like that it's hilarious and um yeah so i went out to otakon vegas and then i went out to um malala oregon to visit my friend's farm um and then to portland to see all the hipsters in their natural habitat and it was very exciting i am so sorry (laughs) the coffee was actually very good i was a little bit spoiled i'm not gonna lie i kind of missed the coffee down back in over in or you know wherever oregon is on the map yeah i miss it there Um, west coast between california and washington somewhere over there in that general vicinity but yeah it was a lot of fun um i had some a new one new costume to debut there but of course i was doing um staffy things again I did end up running two panels at Otakon Vegas, which was kind of funny, slash, like, uh, the my armor panel was supposed to be run, but then um, they needed more filling. I was filler. I was like a Naruto episode where we all know what happens. Um, so I ended up doing my wig panel as well, and that was exciting. Um, so that was a pretty, it was a pretty jam-packed weekend for me, and then, of course, going to the farm and seeing all the chickens... And all the turkeys and all the animals. So that was really fun. Awesome. Anywho, now that we heard that, we'd love to hear some more. And did you bring any turkeys home with you? I wish, but the baby one, they had it in a cage, and I tried to put it in my carry-on, but they checked me before I left the house. So, no turkeys this time. But maybe next time. Okay. Alright. Ari, how's your week? How's your day? Well, I don't know how I'm going to follow that explanation, but okay. (laughs) Anyway, it's, you know, mostly work stuff. You know, <clears throat> I'm supposed to move to my, you know, new uh, location on next Monday. The only problem is where it is, it's right on the border between New Jersey and Pennsylvania, and the bridge going into Pennsylvania is out, and that little I... extension of the road is completely shut down. I heard about that. Yeah, it's going to take a month to fix. So my ass is adrift on the ocean, apparently. Well, highway, you know what I mean. Gotcha. And, uh, speaking of which, I got paid today. Only problem is, 
like most of my paycheck went to <clears throat> paying off the rent and what little money I have. I had to take care of a phone bill, which I had to, you know, help pay for by cashing in some coins. A hundred plus bucks, but, you know, better than nothing. So now I've got almost nothing till my next payday. The only, like, but I have a chance to win some more because I'm in a big, you know, betting pool for the Royal Rumble, which is this Sunday. Is it this Sunday? Mm-hmm. Yeah, this Sunday. And you know who the fuck knows what'll happen. So yeah, I'm kind of in a hard spot right now. Trust me, I know that feel. I know that feel all too well. It sucks. What? what, you say there's a place beyond this rock and a hard place, Ari? I never knew. <laughs> uh, See, here's the thing about that the spot between a rock and a hard place. Do you know what you find there? Millennials. Do you, do you know who you find throwing the rock and a hard place together? The baby boomers. The baby boomers? Yep. Yes. And then you got the Gen Xers Three. and the Gen Yers either trying to push the rock away or help with the rock. Three jobs, two side hustles, no savings, and barely any insurance. LOL, lazy millennials, am I right? Mm-hmm. And five cents to the name. Let's get this shit going, fun. Let's do it. Right, so that's how shit went for me. Hopefully next week I'll actually think things will be a little better. Definitely. Mako-chan, how was your week? How was your day? Um, interesting. Uh, yeah, so as I said, tomorrow is my last uh, Wednesday off because we got the new girl at work. So that means I will have Saturdays off instead of Wednesdays. So I get to be an actual adult and have my weekends off. Yay! Yeah, so that that's really exciting for me. Um, I did my taxes today, so hopefully I will have money soon. Mm. Oh fuck, I gotta think about those too. Yeah, yeah, I, I finally got my uh, last W two today, and before I even left work, I'm like, let me do this shit. So. I'm hoping that I'll have the money before my birthday, but I'm not expecting to have the money before my birthday. Not the way direct deposit run? Nah, fam. Well, they said it could take up to three weeks, Mm -hmm. but it could take less than that. So, according to them, I should have it no later than the 14th. Well, at least you... And it never works that way. So I'll probably have it for the end of February instead of the beginning of February, but oh well. Look at it this way. At least you didn't get your taxes done and they, and they forced you with that whole rapid refund loan. I'm well, not... no, because I do my own taxes. Good. That And you never go to Jackson Hewitt for your taxes. No. No. I do my own taxes, so I don't have to worry about fees or anything like that. I don't have, you know bills like health bills or anything like that to put in to it so it's just easy peasy fair enough but yeah so uh yeah other than that i'm just uh you know trying to get ready for 
My birthday weekend. Oh, I enlisted one of my friends to come with us. I am going to ask her to bring her her gay friend with her so you could collect them like Pokemon. And we're going to try to get you <gasps> fucked Yay! up. I, I like collecting my gay boyfriends. Oh, that reminds... Oh, we'll get into that later, but, um... But yeah, other than that, I'm still trying to find somebody to, uh... Make me Lydia Dietz's cape before... My birthday. Gotcha. Which isn't gonna happen. <laughs> but... If I can't have that, then I will wear my, uh... Nightmare Before Christmas dress. Wait, isn't her thing like a like a red and black spiderweb looking uh, poncho? Mm-hmm. Yep. See now, yeah, I... but it's it's lined and everything. And if I'm gonna do it, I want to do it right. I don't want to just get you know red material and do black uh, puff paint on it. Like Girl, I've been wanting. I can to... help you out with that. Y'all know me. See, and I love Lydia. Yeah, like yes, but could, but could you get it done before the first weekend of February? Now, see, That's there's the a Katsukon problem. Yeah. yeah. That's see, maybe next year. Maybe next year. We'll get together. We'll figure out all the fabrics that you think are fabulous. We can make it, like, waterproof so you can wear it outside in the rain and be all gloomy. It'll be fabulous. We'll but see, this. I wanted it because we're going to Beetle House. Oh, no! Yeah. So I'm going to have to wear my um, Nightmare Before Christmas dress and I'll just have to get over it. But yeah, I I planned this awkwardly and unfortunately my uh, sewing machine is basically kaput. See, the fact that you said it's like a poncho, I'm picturing Mako-chan in it with the big sombrero with the maracas shaking it around going, Ole! Well, I mean, if you watch the end of the movie... Yeah, I mean, without the hat, I could do, you know, the maracas. But yeah, I mean, that's 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 basically it. Hold on for one second here. Windows is giving me that crazy bullshit, you know, so I'm like, uh, no. Alright, save. <sighs> I really don't want to go do some crazy shit tonight, so. Anywho. My weekend day has been pretty interesting. I just. been working a lot of overtime. I went to sell my old laptop for my side project, and I come to the realization that, that's the realization I figured out that I can't sell it because it's considered a collectible by Amazon because this laptop is out of production, and I would need a professional account to sell it, and that's $40 a month. So, no. I will find somebody to uh, give it to or something like that, so... So, uh, other than that, things have been pretty good. I'm, I started going back to the gym again. I'm back doing, you know, my routine. And this morning was kind of interesting. I'm leaving for work, and I notice it's raining, so I'm trying to find my damn umbrella. 
could not find it, so I said, fuck it, I'll just roll without it, right? When I'm leaving for work tonight, and I'm on my way back, actually, when I was checking my bag, I go into my bag, you know, to organize everything. Guess what I found in the bottom of my book bag? Yeah. Your umbrella? Yup. I'm just like, son of a bitch, this could have saved my ass. But other than that, my weekend day's been pretty decent. Okay, alright. Um, let's go through this real quick. Um, housekeeping news. Uh, episode 300 is coming up soon, so I may be planning something cool. I don't know. I haven't decided. We'll see what happens. Um, and also, uh, let's see something here. I'm looking at the calendar. There will be no show on February 28th, 2017. I will be out of town. Why not? I will be at a Mega Rand MC Lars show that day. Oh, lucky you. Yeah. Ooh. And me and D Styles were taking the two of them out to Virgil's for barbecue. And a certain somebody was supposed to tag along. I've got work. You have sick days. Yeah, and that's called convention time, so I can take Fridays. You use that strategy too, huh, Mako? I think we all Uh, Considering I've only gotten two sick days, yeah. I don't get, you know, a week of vacation and sick days. I get, you know, a couple of days here and there. And we'll see how that slowly evolves. Mm-hmm. Oh, let's let's not get into that. Shit. <laughs> nope, 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 no. Okay. Well, have if, fun. If, have if fun. it was if it was a weekend, I wouldn't mind doing it, but I can't on a Tuesday night. Not going into the city. Local would be different, but that's a very long drive to have to get up at seven. You know, no, oh, wait, no, six thirty in the morning. Fair enough. All right. So, anywho, um, I'm going to go ahead and take our first break. Now, before we continue, fam, um, the music break, should it be something more recent or old school? I go old school. Always the old school. I'm good with anything as long as I can dance to it. Old school it is, then. Alright, um, let, let me drop this track in here real quick. There we go. Um, hopefully it's the right one. So, yeah. Um, we've set this up. And, yeah. We'll be back.
God damn, I love the old school. And right now, I'm looking at Forecast Fox. It is sleeting outside. Mm-hmm. And this was it's only kind of raining over here. And it's going to shoot up to 50 degrees tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Jesus Christ, where, where are we living? Denver? The fuck? I'm just happy the rain's gone down here. It's been raining for a few days. Yep. It was sunny today, but it was rainy. Like the rains down in Africa? <sighs> it's punny. Yeah, no, it's not. <laughs> okay, okay. Oh, yeah, one more thing about my weekend day. I don't know what happened, but my tooth is bothering me, so I might not be talking as much. So, And I know that'll probably make Mako-chan extremely happy. Shut up. Wait, what? My tooth is still broken. I know how you feel. So, this week's podcast, we're playing a bit of catch-up. Normally, we will go through best and worst of 2016, our prior year, but we're like, you know what? Everybody does that shit. We took a break. We're going to tell you about the important shit that you met, that we didn't talk about that y'all need to know in case you didn't hear it the first time around. So, first article, our amazing and talented Mako-chan is going to talk about it. Because this is something that we all have... <laughs> little bit of share on so take it away yeah so um this is a little old but it has been updated recently so i do want to go over it and basically anaplex japan is um reverting their licensed anime back to anaplex usa and that means that the licenses that were, uh, I guess, sold to other companies that are coming to expire, um, these companies, Funimation included, will no longer be able to uh, basically create any extra of the DVDs, Blu-rays, and things like that. So basically, whatever is out, that's it. Until Aniplex USA decides to re-merchandise. And we know that Aniplex has a habit of um, jacking up prices quite a bit. Merchandising, where the real money from the anime is made. Yeah, so um, there were seven of them that actually expired last year. Uh, in February of last year, Bacano expired... March, Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood and the Full Metal Alchemist movie expired. July, the original Full Metal Alchemist anime expired. In October, Birdie the Mighty Decode expired and Sound of the Sky expired. And in December, Waganera expired. This means that the companies that were putting them out are no longer able to create these uh, DVD sets or basically anything. Um, that also means that any of the DVDs, Blu-rays, and all of that that are out there, if you have not purchased them and they are sold out, that is it. And the prices are going to get jacked up. Now, there are a couple of... Uh, 
series that will be ending this year. Uh, Seki Ray is ending in February. Um, Black Butler will be ending in May. Angel Beats and Night Raid 1931 will both be ending in September. So that means that you guys, anybody that likes those series, um, have very limited time now to go and purchase those series from the uh, people that have them right now at cheaper prices. I, for one, need to look into buying Black Butler because I really, really enjoy that series. And I would rather buy it in uh, box sets that aren't going to kill my bank account. Uh, next year, we're looking at um, Mardok Scramble, Black Butler 2, Shiki, number 6, Darker Than Black Season 2, Persona 4, A-Channel, Inu, uh, Inu X Boca, and uh, the third Mar- uh, Mardok Scramble. And then the year after that would be Roroni Kenshin, New Kyoto Arc, uh, Terasama, and Guilty Crown. So if any of those are uh, things that you enjoy and might want to pick up before they become way, way, way overpriced, uh, you might want to look into it. Look, let me, let me say something real quick. Full Metal Alchemist, the original series, has been in production for 13 years. And if you still haven't gotten your hands on it, you have no one but to blame but yourself. Pretty much. A lot of these series, um, and, and the reason why I found out about this whole thing is because Funimation themselves posted that uh, that uh, Seiki Ray would be reverting back to Anaplex and that if you wanted to get you know your DVDs and Blu-rays to do it now before they... Um, we're no longer in print. And basically this the, this anime series has been something that Funimation has licensed for years. So it's not like these are all brand new things that are just coming out. So it's it's one of those things that if you haven't gotten it by now, then you know you've got a little bit of time, but you you might as well, you know, just say screw it. Mm-hmm. It's like they're going. You had your chance. Got no yeah, pretty much. Yourself. I get it. A lot of us we're not in that financial state of mind, you know, to buy it. So we're like, you know what? I'll catch it later. I'll catch it at a con. And well, then... the other thing is, a lot of this stuff, the Funimation stuff included, is streaming. This also means that they will no longer be able to stream it. Mm-hmm. So anytime I wanted to watch Black Butler, I would just pop on to Funimation and watch a couple of episodes here and there. I can't do that anymore, So which is now why I need the series. And for some of you who are saying, well, there are alternate ways to getting it, you're not helping. <laughs> not in this case, no. Ichigo, what's your thought? We haven't heard from you all night. Hmm, I've been thinking, there was a saying, a wise saying back in the 90s of anime, crack is cheaper. 
and I think we're we're headed more in that direction again. So they say crack is cheaper about a lot of hobbies, though. Uh, yeah, I mean, of course. Well, you know me; I'm a cosplayer, and I build armor and stuff for fun. So I completely Magic understand. Magic player, right here. <laughs> <laughs> so I, you know, I a lot of it is just a matter of I think that they're just trying to reclaim their copyrights. Um, as we've kind of watched through the years, different companies have dealt with their copyrights different ways. Um, you know, it, it depends on fan artists. It depends on uh, external streamers that have nothing to do with the, the copyright ownership and things like that. And I think that that's, they're trying to maybe cut down on that a little bit, but then also re-merchandise everything. Um, we see it a lot with retail items. Um, a lot of the times, even in sewing and crafting, you'll see the same item merchandised in new packaging, uh -huh. which then, of course, makes it new to the buyer because it's shiny and new and new packaging. Ugh, Americans, we just love our new plastic. Ugh, isn't that the greatest smell ever? So, of course, I think that that's the biggest reason that they're, they're going into reclaiming all of their copyright information and all their copyright basically influence um and you know hopefully it makes them the money to continue to run their company it does kind of suck but i have so many anime and manga and things like that that i have not read and watched in my collection that i don't even know if i've opened um i know that, that i i think i'll be fine for the next 10 years i don't know about you guys I mean, I might look into getting Black Butler or things like that, but in all honesty, I don't think that everybody's going to be doing a mad dash for that last DVD, and there's always going to be someone selling it. It may be, you know, $40 more than you're going to find it on eBay, but you can always find something at an anime con. Yeah, which, um, is, which is why I'm kind of hoping that Gunsmith Cats gets relicensed, because I could have sworn I picked up the DVD for that. That shit's going for uh, at yes. least $100. I'm like, I ain't dropping $100 oh. on that. Yeah, I love Gunsmith Cats, actually. But, uh, you know, I'm, I'm hoping that they maybe re-release some of their more vintage series, you know, that haven't been as, as um, like, popular in the last few years. Um, but, you know, it all depends on what they think is merchandisable and... Or just like rebranded as a classic anime, like remastered or something like that. There you go. Exactly. Yeah. So... You know, it, it really just depends on what they want to merchandise. And, and, I mean, maybe we'll see a few of them in the next 10 years. And it'll be like, ah, oh, 20-year anniversary for Cardcaptor or Sailor Moon. You know, and they'll do that again with these other anime. So we'll see what happens. We'll see how it comes down the pipes. And I just hope for the best. Sounds like a plan. Moving right along. We got something else we're going to talk about. Also, we're going to try to catch up with some of the stuff that we talked about that we didn't get a chance to talk about last week. Uh, such as this, if I can get this to play, there we go. One of the editors for Attack on Titan was arrested for murder. Not just any murder, but the murder of his wife. The editor, former editor, his name is Jung-Yen Park, he was arrested in the early hours after an autopsy found signs of strangulation, but Park maintains his innocence. This art, this popped about two weeks ago, and even though Park is maintaining his innocence, Kodansha hasn't said anything, 
And the thing is, he hasn't been doing any work on Attack on Titan since 2009 because he went to a different magazine. As per the news outlets and the police, Park has changed his story twice. Um, he originally said he was calling emergency services after returning from home from work at 2.50 in the morning saying his wife had collapsed. Upon the arrival of the cops, Park said that that she committed suicide by hanging herself. Okay. But according to the autopsy, and the autopsy never lies, there were signs of strangulation and suffocation as a consequence and scratches on her face. And just for the record, suicide by suffocation without props is not possible. It really is not. The most you could do is make yourself pass out, but the muscles will automatically relax to make you breathe again. His wife, Kaneko Park, was 38 years old and left four children behind. Uh, I do hope they find out what happened and the things get taken care of as soon as possible. Christ. You also said this guy's coming off like a real scumbag. Probably no one ever thought you'd get caught, so, you know. Okay, um... Ari, why don't you take uh, the next article, which is Anime Turns 100, and Ichigo takes Love Live while I go make a quick pit stop. Be right back. <clears throat> okay, then. Sorry, I had to get the article up because, you know... Shit. You know. Anyway... <clears throat> Anime is a growing industry that seems to be taking the world by storm recently, with anime franchises gaining much major popularity in Western countries. So much so, so much so, there are now websites and streaming services such as Crunchyroll and Funimation that simulcast shows as soon as 30 minutes after they debut in Japan. With a new year in fantastic new anime being created in 2017, it's also time to celebrate as anime turns 100 this year. The first professionally released anime is credited to a few Japanese animators that produced short clips of samurai that dated back to 1917. <clears throat> However, it was not until the 1960s that the first animated television series was aired. Uzama Tezuka produced a series of <clears throat> called Three Tales, which aired on television in 1960. Now, the first anime shown on TV. The first anime series, Otogi Manga Calendar, aired from 61 to 64. The 70s was a great time for, <clears throat> for great growth and popularity, Osamu Tezuka was a pioneer who inspired characteristics and genres which laid the foundation of elements that make up anime today. The 80s were acceptance and production boom for the industry, and it wasn't until the late 80s and 90s until anime gained exception in overseas markets. The 21st century was when popularity in the West started taking shape with Studio Ghibli and Miyazaki heading the charge. And let's see, to celebrate animes under your birthday, we made a list of the best anime from each anime series from each decade. Uh, let's see. Uh, 1960 to 70 was Astro Boy. And while, while I'm reading these, you know, feel free to uh, debate or agree with me, you know? Definitely. <clears throat> see. Uh, first premiere on, J- on J- Japanese television January 1st, 1963, ran until December 31st, 1966. Uh, show so impactful was that was adapted for American television by NBC and was shown on American TV in 1965. This is our first taste of anime. Let's see, next is... Uh, 
1970 80 is a Doraemon, a lovable, cute, blue robotic cat that travels time. An iconic figure in Japan is compared to the Japanese equivalent to America's Mickey Mouse. Hold on a second. I mean, Doraemon is considered one of the kawaii ambassadors from Japan. But I don't, I mean, I guess maybe in Japan he's as popular as Mickey Mouse, but I don't think he's that as popular in America. But Yeah, honestly, I've, have, I've never really heard of him that much. I'm not too familiar with uh, his series. Uh, they dubbed it not horribly recently, but in like the last decade they dubbed it and brought it over to America. Because I remember it being on, if it wasn't on Saturday Morning Cartoons, it was on WB. 50 at one point, or it was on, it was either on that or Nickelodeon. I can't remember which, like, it wasn't on Cartoon Network, because I remember it being on one of the alternate, alternate, um, channels. But, yeah, I remember it coming. I don't remember Nickelodeon having anime. It might not have been Nickelodeon, it might have been WB. I watched Nickelodeon a long time. Yeah. And, of course, Doraemon's one of the mascots for the 2020 J- uh, Japan Olympics, or well, Tokyo Olympics. Well, yeah. Uh, 80 to 90, Mobile Suit Gundam. Originally aired in Japan in 1980 and spread across the world when it boomed in popularity. Thanks to this series' huge success, there has been spin-offs ever, ever such as Gundam Wing and the latest one, Iron-Blooded Orphans. <clears throat> Not only known as for the highly recognized phrase anime, but also collectible figures and toys that have exploded in popularity. Again, what do we say about merchandising? Merchandising, <laughs> merchandising, merchandising! And uh, 1990 to 2000, they have Cowboy Bebop. Uh, released in 98 in Japan, was stopped only after only 12 episodes due to controversial adult themes and content. The entire 26 episodes were broadcast later, and the show became a huge success in J- Japanese and American markets. Chose a masterpiece as it introduced anime to a whole new wave of viewers in America. To say nothing of how many times it's repeated on Adult Swim. Uh, 2000 to 2010 in Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. It transported viewers to a whole new world where magic exists and more. Morality is faced in many different ways. It follows the story of Ed and Al <clears throat> Elric as they grow up, as they are forced to grow up too fast in their journey to repair the past and their bodies. One of the recent shows is so infamous at the fact that there is no filler at all, and follows one of the best stories ever written. <clears throat> Impossible to not get emotionally involved with the main characters, and each episode leaves you feeling either smiling, sad, laughing, or simply in shock. Uh, 2010 to 2017, they have Attack on Titan. <clears throat> It was released in 2013 electrified the world with excitement. A little redundant there, but whatever. <clears throat> Attack on Titan is known for its mixture of beautiful visuals of brutal and intense story. It shows the true terror and destruction of a city attacked by giant beasts and the frailness of humanity trying to stand up against them. Um, and that's the last one. Um, so what are, you guys, what are your guys' takes on that? Are they, are they on the nose, or do you have different arguments for it, or what? Hmm. No, I think, you know... If you're looking at it uh, popularity-wise in Japan, that list is probably pretty good. If you're looking at it popularity-wise, you know, here, you know, you might probably want to add Pokemon in there somewhere. Sailor Moon, Dragon Ball City. Naruto, One Piece. I actually don't think Sailor Moon would be in it here you've got to look at the decade itself i think dragon ball z would beat out sailor moon it would have for you know what decade it's in yeah i don't doubt that for a second really and then i don't know 
you know, it, it would be a war between Naruto and One Piece. Oh, look at that. A Pirates versus Ninja argument. Yeah. That's totally 90s. That's totally 2000s. Mm-hmm. Um, so, what's so, next? Um, we're going to talk about a popular anime today, Love Live, for all of you idol fans. Um, Love Live Sunshine. Um, for those of you who have been keeping up with Love Live, they've had their worldwide image girl competition going on where you could go and vote in on who you wanted to from the love live sunshine gang to represent your country so the official website for the love live anime announced the results of love live sunshine world image girl election poll on friday and people around the world voted for one of the awkward girls to become pr ambassadors for their different regions here are the results Chika Takagami, or Chik, mm, sorry, Chika Takami was Taiwan. Rico Sakurauchi was Germany. Kanan Matsuda was Australia. Dia Kurosawa was Singapore. Yo Wantanabe was China. Yoshiko Tsushima was United Kingdom. Hanamaru Kunikira was Thailand. Mari Ohara was United States, and Ruby Kurosawa was Korea. The project will unveil special character illustrations to so showcase the results in the future, and the voting period ran from November 18th to December 18th, and people could vote for each Aquas member only once. The highest combination of votes for each idol in the region determined which member became the ambassador for each location. The franchise has held numerous character popularity polls, and 7-Eleven held a separate Love Live Sunshine Image Girl poll last fall. Yol led the intermediary results, but Rico won the contest. Kanan won a poll to become the center of the group's third single, and Yoshiko was elected as the image girl for the new gamer store in Numazu, Shizuoka, last spring. Um, but yeah, so basically for America, it's Mari Ohara. So Am, can I assume that they're gonna, you know, like dress each? I, I don't know anything about Love Life, but can I just like assume that they're gonna dress each girl in, you know? Like doing something or dressing the style of that particular country. Yeah, that's why they said uh, the project's going to unveil special character illustrations to showcase the results in the future. So does this mean we're going to see Mario Ohara punching out a Nazi? Perhaps. No, no, no. unfortunately not. There's fan um, art for that. <laughs> there's fan art for that, definitely. I'm sure. Um, but yeah, as far as I know, uh, they'll probably just do very. Um, dolled up or over the top or what we call in Lolita OTT coordinates for all of the characters. I imagine something like, I don't know, something for America is probably going to be like Captain America in cute moe moe form. And things for like Germany might be something doing with Lederhosen or Dirndl dresses. Yay. Um, as far as the other outfits, you can't ever tell. I mean, you don't know if they're going to do the traditional garments or they're going to do a fashion play on the traditional garments. Um, so it really depends on how the artists feel about it. Uh, well, you have to remember that they're idols, too. Yeah. So more than likely, that's going to, you know, that's going to be in it, too. So whatever it's going to be, it's definitely going to be, you know, a cute, idly looking outfit. Very flashy and perfect for any cosplayers we've got joining us today. But, yeah. All right. So, I will continue. And hopefully Ranma comes back because his is the next one. Uh, but, yeah. So, 
Amazon USA has decided to get in on the anime streaming crap and branded a on-demand subscription service called Anime Strike. It's offering more than a thousand television television anime episodes and films to Amazon Prime members in the United States. Uh, the service is four ninety nine a month. This is on top of your Amazon Prime account. Uh, Amazon Strike streaming anime is ad free, and they plan to update the channel every week with new content. Some of the anime will be streamed with English subtitles, and some will be available in English dub. Uh, right now, Amazon holds exclusive rights to stream uh, Cheese Sweet Adventure, Onihei, The Great Passage, Vivid Strike, uh, Shin-Chan, Spin-Off Volume 1, and Scum's Wish. But there's also placeholder pages for other anime. Uh, so yeah, they're also going to be doing some older anime titles, uh, including Akira, Paprika, Akame Ga Kill, Batum, and uh, Death Note. So if you're looking for some of these anime, uh, especially the exclusive ones, now you know where to find them. You just have to pay for Amazon Prime, and then pay $5 a month extra. How it much is Amazon is, Prime normally? Uh, 90-something like, a year. Yeah, it was like $100 a year, and then... Um, Jeez. Yeah, well, I mean, that, that... Okay, so Amazon Prime, what that gets you is, like, free shipping. Um, and if you order, yeah, like... I mean, you're you're yeah. looking at free two-day shipping, and various and things like that. And two-day shipping, yeah. Yeah, and you've got the Amazon Video Library. Um, the streaming stuff that's on there is included. Yeah, and you can also license um, episodes and stuff. Like, if you wanted to have all the episodes of Steven Universe every season that's been released, you could buy that and have a license for it, you know, um, so that you could view it at any time. Um, and you can download them to your computer or whatever. But Interesting, but I don't know... Uh... I don't use Amazon nearly enough to justify that. Which is another reason I don't have Amazon Prime. I don't use it enough. Like, I usually find other deals on eBay and stuff that I like better. So paying $100 to save $20 on shipping on Amazon for the one time I order Warbla or something doesn't make sense. So it, it really just depends on what you use Amazon for. Um, I don't know how it's going to evolve uh, as far as, like, my crafting in the next few years, but there might be times where I want to use Amazon more, and there might be a year where I pay the $100 so I just don't have to pay the $20 for the express shipping on foam or something. Um, but, yeah. So, I guess we will do uh, another one of our fancy articles. Yeah, so, uh, uh, I guess Ari can take the next one. Okay. Uh, if you insist. Uh, let's see. Top 25 Japanese voice actors of all time as voted by their peers. And this is uh, in see. Japan. Yeah. This week, TV Asahi broadcasts a special three-hour program entitled Voice Actors General Vote as chosen in earnest by popular voice actors, a three-hour special. While the program did not go into specifics as to the precise 
<clears throat> nature of the criteria which actors would judge. It was well-structured, featuring a wide variety of famous voice actors as guests. Had a notable slant towards older, more classic anime from the pre-90s period in particular, but that's to be expected. Interestingly enough, there was a number of exceptions of relatively young voice actors ranking rather highly, such as Junichi Suabe from Yuri on Ice and Miyuki Sawashiro from, from the most recent Lupin in third incarnation as uh, Fujiko. The program is also peppered with some interesting tidbits of trivia about each of the finals in the countdown <coughs> as the countdown pro- progressed. For example, Nariko Hidaka <coughs> also reads reads for ETC, an automatic toll collection system for Japanese roads. Oh, hang on a second. Bad. <laughs> sorry about that. Okay. Let's see. Nope. Another example is a uh, Kyoshi Kobayashi in the number 18 slot. His character of Jiggen from Lupin the Third is one. Only one of the cast who has never been replaced in the 40 years since the start of the series. <clears throat> Yet another amusing re- revelation was how the gruff commanding voice of, of number 13, Hidekatsu Shibato, mixed with and Tiger Mask, and uh, Saratobi and Naruto, is used for public announcements in Shikuku's red light district, Kabu- <clears throat> Kabukicho, to dissuade put- potential swindlers and warn the public not to be taken advantage of. Uh, Meg- Megumi Hashibara is... Ray and Fe- Ray, as well as Faye Valentine, <clears throat> who just missed out on the top ten, number eleven, revealed that. Oops, hang on. Revealed that she is very much a method actress. Oops, hang on. Oops, sorry about that, guys. Hang on. <sighs> sorry about that. Sorry about that, guys. Let's see. To commemorate the occasion, Ryu Izami, the illustrator from Slayers, in which Hayashibara plays the character of Lena Inverse, posted a special illustration on Twitter. Hello. If you don't come back, I'm gonna start. Chanting the dragon slave. And you don't want me to start chanting the dragon slave. Now, why would I want you to do that? If I want to hear the dragon slave, I can always call up uh, Lisa Ortiz and have her do it. Ah, I heard her. I've, she's come to a few conventions that I've been to and I haven't had it. I'm always staffing. Um, but I did badge check. All right, sorry about that. My microphone keeps screwing up or whatever. Hello? Yeah, Hi. we hear you. you sorry. Sorry about that. I don't know what's going on on my end. It's okay. It can be more humiliating than trying to badge check a guest at your own convention. Okay, okay. then. I have an interesting uh, story to tell you later, then. <laughs> Let's see. Please I'll try and summarize it the best I can, because this one it. goes on and on. And yeah. on. Um, this is still, oh, here we go. Wait, this is still uh, was... um, the top uh, 100 per decade, right? No, no this is the top already. 25. Okay, good. Okay. Ah, here we are. <clears throat> the full list of the top 25 voice actors. That's what I was looking for from the beginning. Uh, let's see. 25, uh, Sumi Shimamoto. Oh, it's a tie for 25. Her and uh, Hiroaki Hirata. 24 is uh, <clears throat> Yuji Mitsuya. 23 is uh, Kaneta Kimutsuki. 22 is Akira Kamiya. Or, or should I just skip to the uh, top 10? Hey, you know what? Go to the top ten. Yeah. All right. Top ten is a uh, number ten, Akia Otsuka. Number nine is Toshiro Furukawa. Eight is Ryusei Nakao. Seven is Minami Takayama. Six is Mayumi Tanaka. Five is Tomokazu Seki. Four is Miyuki Sabashiro. Three is Ke- <clears throat> Keiji Fu- Fujiwara. Two is Masako Nozawa, and number one is Koichi Yamadera. 
And if you ask me, I... per, and if you ask me personally, number one and two should be Megumi Hashibara and Noriko Hidaka, for reasons. I can't think of the reasons. <laughs> also, I'm only familiar with like a handful of these guys. Also, Norio Wakamoto wasn't on here, which kind of surprised me. Mm. All right, I'll jump in and take this next one. Um, the According to ANN, it's called The List. Seven anime celebrating their 20th anniversary. And like I said, I had to take a break earlier. My tooth was really bothering me, so I had to like numb it up and just kind of... let the Push no- through? Yeah, kind of let the Novocaine kick in, but I might have to go back and dab a little more. We'll see what happens. But um, this week, um, yeah, this week, actually this week as in two weeks ago, was Japan's annual coming of age day where individuals who turned the age of majority within the last year will put their very best and celebrate together. Hot spots were filled with smiling 20-year-olds and their yukatas. If the idea of someone born in 1996 being 20 years old makes your head spin, look back on series that are adulting, their entry adulthood will bowl you over. And it'll make some of us here feel old. The Seven is celebrating their 20th anniversary. Is Child's Tour, Kodocha. It's one of my favorites. I kind of wish that they finished dubbing it, but shit happens. Number two, Akachan to Boku. Number three, a series that was really popular in the 90s, Boys Over Flowers, better known as Hanayori Dango. Number four, as probably Bob Coffey's favorite series, Martin's successor, Nadisco. Number five, one of my favorite series, Saber Marionette J. Number six, a favorite series of Mako-chan's, The Vision of mm-hmm. Escaflone. And number seven, wow, another favorite of Mako-chan's. Mm-hmm. Case Closed, better known as Detective Conan. Yeah, that makes me feel old. You old fart. But the fact that this one is still running. <laughs> that the manga is ongoing. That the anime is ongoing. That it is now putting out its 21st movie. Sometimes things last too long. And that's me saying this. 16 or 17 movies, too. This is the series that never ends. <laughs> It goes on and on, my friend. Some people started watching it not knowing what it was, and they'll continue watching it forever just because. It's the show that never ends. Okay, okay, yeah. it's done. Now we're done. It's finished. Yeah, unfortunately, uh, unfortunately, this this anime just it prints money, so it won't end ever. Well, yeah, it is what it is. So and. Who wants to take the last one? Don't all each goes up. Oh, 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 oh. Wait, which one? Anime, the... your last name. Anime is last name. What? Mm. Your name. Your name. Oh, oh, yes. The director says don't see the movie. I had to wipe it from my memory because it was just apparently that bad. What? Am I the agents at your house? Uh, maybe. Mm. Um, <laughs> your 
Endgame is the anime movie that's being talked about everywhere, becoming the highest grossing anime worldwide and announcing a recently upcoming North American release date. However, the director of this massive hit, Makoto Shinkai, has a big problem with it. In an interview with Shinkai about the film, he said, I don't think any more people should see it. The film is set for a North American re-release, and every week it is climbing close to being the biggest Japanese animated film of all time. Um, the fil- uh, is he, not, is oh, he just not going to see any of the revenue for this or something? There, uh, I don't no, know. No, it, it's, it's, it's in the rest of the thing, why he doesn't want anybody uh, to see it. Oh, okay, yes. So there are talks of the movie winning an Oscar, but Shinkai is not excited. <laughs> Uh, I really hope it doesn't win, he said. Um, it seems like his serious delight, he, he has a serious, he is very serious in his dislike for how the movie turned out. However, despite his modest take on the film's success, he's being called the new Miyazaki by many. Hayao Miyazaki is now mm-hmm. retired, ha 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 ha, tongue in cheek, master animator behind Studio Ghibli, and created the classical Spirited Away, which still holds the record as the most successful Japanese film ever. But even the comparison to Miyazaki makes Shinkai uncomfortable. Um, Of course I'm happy when people mention his name and mine in the same breath. It's like a dream. But I know that they are overpraising your name because I'm absolutely not at Miyazaki's level. Honestly, I really don't want Miyazaki to see it because he will see all its flaws. Um, Now, from what I know about this in particular, um, watching this develop, it's it's that the the animation was incomplete and unbalanced, and he didn't like how quickly it was finished. But I'm gonna, but I digress, and I will finish the article, and we'll see mm-hmm. if that's the truth. Of course, I'm happy when people uh, mention his name. Um, the comparison to Miyazaki is being made all over in the press, but he insists that they were very different. He doesn't want the audience to see him working with Miyazaki leading uh, as Mia, with Miyazaki's lead artists and think he's doing a, re, a reboot like of a classic style Studio Ghibli film. Um, he stated that he wants to be inspired by their work ethic and put everything into his art. Despite the spectacular reviews from critics and fans alike, Makoto Shinkai does not think the film is as good as it could have been. Ah, see? It does come right back around because of not having enough money to complete everything he wanted to do on the film, which is a very, you know, it's a very um, common problem for a lot of animation studios and animation films is they don't, they just don't gather the funds as much as they need to. So he did, he did say, he said, for me, it's incomplete, unbalanced, and the plot is fine, but the film is not at all perfect. Two years was not enough. Funimation will be opening Your Name in North America theaters on April 7th this year, um, 2017, in original Japanese with English subtitles and English dub. Um, I think, personally, I will go see it. So I just I want to see how it develops because I feel like there is a lot more that can be done for classical animation style than just Ghibli. Um, I don't think I'm going to go in comparing his style to, to Studio Ghibli or Miyazaki at all. Um, but considering that Miyazaki is basically like the Disney of Japan, I can definitely see how he is afraid of kind of getting lost under the shadow. It's like having a big brother that is so successful and, and, um, kind of like very omnipresent and having to live out that shadow. Mm. So, um, I hope that when it comes to America, he can see that the American public, you know, reflects in it as much as the Japanese public did. And maybe he can actually see... That he's doing good work, you know. But I, what do you guys think? 
I got a feeling that he's going to be like he, he's he's worried that it's going to start as oh he's just like Miyazaki, but then again it'll it'll eventually turn into he's no Miyazaki after like he gets like one bad project or something. You know what I mean? Yep. Well, we all there have been times in our lives for for a lot of us where we would do something and it would be compared to somebody famous or popular. And sometimes we like that. That means we're going in that general direction. But if a lot of people are saying that, you tend to realize that's not what it is. I want to be inspired by this person. I don't want to be this person. I don't want to be the next person. I want to be my own person and be inspired by these people. Which And, and I get that. But I don't... I remember what Jackie Chan said about that. It says, I didn't want to be the next Bruce Lee. I just wanted to be the first Jackie Chan. Mm-hmm. Well, that's my thoughts on it. All right, let's see. What is next? Um, well, shit. Why did I do it this way? I just realized on the outline I put the Skype line before uh, the news from Japan. And I just realized I didn't even fire up the damn Skype line. So, guess, what I'm, guess what I'm doing right now? Hey, Rama. If you don't get it up and running soon, I'm going to sing PPAP at you. Please don't. <laughs> I already have a toothache. I don't need another one. <laughs> Unless you're doing. Did it you for... see his new one? Yes. Everybody always posts them to my wall now. I cannot escape <laughs> it. It's your okay. fault. <laughs> you know what, Ranma? I have a Ranma. I have a tea kettle. Don't. <laughs> uh, Ranma tea kettle. You suck. <laughs> you truly, truly suck. You know what? I have a Ryoga. I have a Pichan, and I have a tea kettle. Uh, I have a hot boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> Don't even play yourself. Oh my god! <laughs> but yeah, okay. I digress. To register participation for this week's episode of Anime Jam Session on VogNetwork.com. Use the passphrase, pigeon. We have that Skype line going, guys. And wait for, and wait for Skype to knock, knock some common sense into itself, so we can get it up and running. So I guess I should go ahead and get the back and get the background music going. So, oh, excuse me. Eh, six out of ten. Mm, thanks. And the Skype line is open. If you have any questions about tonight's show, you have something to ask us, give us a call on the Skype line. Skype line is Anime Jam Session. And I guess we're still cutting calls at two minutes, three minutes tops. We have a bit of time, but we don't want to go over that time. While that's going, let's get into strange news from Japan. And um, my tooth is still acting kind of odd, so... Mago, I'll take the first one. Please do. I'm going to go fix my tooth and keep an eye on the Skype line. <clears throat> do you even dust, senpai? <clears throat> there are a ton of different types of maid cafes in Japan. Start getting all sorts of tastes, ranging from Shangri-La's plump maid to Ida Cafe's uniformed Russian girls. But what about people who like maids to assist them in other aspects of life besides being served food? Other aspects such as pumping iron at the gym. Now that muscle-aiding dream will become a reality with the opening of the first made gym in Akira, 
And where the fuck else, Akihabara? Excellent work, Master. You are getting stronger every day. <laughs> the, organi the organization makes this possible is the Made Gym Project, a crowdfunded project on Japanese website Campfire that reached its monetary goal with still over a month remaining and funding still coming in. It seems as though the idea of working out with maids is a pretty popular one. Here, it shows you know, videos with it. <clears throat> yeah. Impressive abs, Master. Would you like me to wash some clothes on them? <laughs> Alright, I'll admit that was pretty funny. Let's see. According to the crowdfunding page, the exact opening date and location of the maid gym has not been made public yet, but it'll be in an area within walking distance of Akirabara. The prices are listing at 7,500 yen for 50 minutes, which is about 66 bucks. Includes a sports drink and a protein drink. There's also a 10,000 yen membership fee to pay before your first session. Uh, the prices are definitely a little high, but high prices are something that patrons of maid cafes are used to. Plus, all the maids will be training how to safely and optimally use the equipment, so the prices are somewhat compar comparable to hiring a personal trainer. There's also the fact that the gym will limit the number of customers in one time to three, so including the three maids, there will be at most six people in the gym at once, making it a more quiet and private experience than the average gym. <clears throat> for people who just need a little smiling encouragement to get out to the gym, it might just be the perfect thing for them. And, oh god, this last image, the look in this guy's eyes in the, in the mirror, oh god, it's so creepy. And he said, if I don't go to the gym today, what would she think? I can't let her down. Oh, my God. And they have a Facebook page. It'll be a grand opening to look forward to, though we had to wonder if they all take a page out of the Taiwanese May Cafe and hire some male mates as well. So, butlers, I guess? No, there are male mates. So, I, I immediately went to butlers, and I imagined, like, something... Yes, sir, you're looking ripped as fuck today, sir. <laughs> I like that. Um, I, sometimes there are butlers, um, but most of the time, if they're called maid cafes, they're usually maids. Anyway. You I taking the next one? I'll take the next one, because I love books. Yay! So, if you're a book lover, like I'm a book lover... I have so many books now. Cafe in Tokyo is a quiet haven for book lovers. Provides magical desk space for readers. This place will make you feel like you've been whisked away into a mystical story world. For lovers of literature, it's easy to get sucked into the pages of a book. Simple black text across pages of white can transport readers into any number of magical lands or strange situations, no matter where you're at in real life. But for those looking for a bit of a double getaway, there's a hidden gem of a cafe located in Tokyo, which in itself feels like you've been whisked away to some mystical land before you've even had a chance to open a book. That place is Arza Dokushoken, which translates to Constellation R Reading House in English. Twitter user Dorothy Ito writes of the house, I want to keep this place a secret, but I want it to flourish. My favorite coffee shop in the world, Arza Dokushoken, is a place for reading. So there's no talking allowed. It's so easy to read or write here while enjoying a delicious drink. I also recommend looking through the notebooks they have at each table. Each seat has its own theme, and you can enjoy looking at all of its little details. The outside of the cafe is rather unassuming, just a flight of stairs inside an arched doorway. But the interior will leave you feeling like you're not in Tokyo anymore. 
with its antique decor, greenery, and shelf after shelf of books. Even if you're not the type to get caught up in a book, the drinks and ambiance alone make it well worth the visit. Arza is just a short walk from the Koenji station on the Chuo line, making it easily accessible from the Shinjuku station. So if you're looking for something a little off the beaten path, be sure to stop by. If you find you just can't put your book down and could continue reading it into the night, you might just want to make Tokyo's Bookstore Hotel your next stop. Hey, Ichigo. Yeah? If they made scented candles that smelled like new books, would you buy them? How many? Who's selling these? Okay, okay then. <laughs> I, we went to Powell's Bookstore in, in Portland, too, and I bought so many new books. Uh, the luggage handlers on the plane didn't like me. They actually gave me the, the dreaded tag, which says, be careful when lifting on all my luggage. Fuck it. Because this is fucking heavy. Heavy as fuck yes. all. Uh, I think one of my bags was at 48. Which, like, the limit is 50. Yay! Well, <laughs> look at it this way. When you came to New York City, I didn't take you to Strand. I know, I know. I would have gotten in so much trouble. Uh... <laughs> Thankfully, I drove. So it would just be how much my car could handle. And I think my, my car could have handled a lot. Mm-hmm. Oh, my kill the gas mileage a little bit. Just a little bit, but you know, it's a it's a Civic. It gets good mileage no matter what. Just a scope. Also, I could totally see, like, I could totally see Yankee Candle putting out, you know, new book smell candles. Just a little bit mildewy and a little bit fresh paper. <laughs> I don't know. I don't like the smell of mildew. <laughs> I'm just kidding, Ari. I know. <laughs> Mako Chan, if you could. Hmm. So, uh, yeah, Japan's National Garden, if you went in the last couple of years, uh, you might have gotten in for free. Because it seems that one of the employees happens to be frightened of foreigners. Yeesh. So, admission itself is actually pretty cheap anyway. Um, adults are only $1.75. Uh, so, it, it's it's not like it's too much out of your pocket anyway. It's not like the Brooklyn Botanical Garden where it's like $15. Yeah. yeah so, um, basically, one of the ticket booth workers is or I should say was, because he's no longer working there. Um, Starting in April of 2014, certain foreigners were allowed through the gate because he was frightened. He would ring up a sale and hand them the ticket for free, and later on he would cancel the purchase. And everything went smoothly until December when one of the other staff members witnessed him actually doing this. So they went back and found that he had canceled 160,000 tickets over the course of two and a half years. His excuse is basically that he's 71 years old 
and doesn't speak any other languages, so got scared when the foreigners began to quote-unquote yell at him. Uh... Unfortunately, it's impossible to determine exactly how much money was lost because obviously not all of the canceled tickets were a result of, you know, him letting foreigners through. So he was reprimanded and had 10% of one month's salary deducted. He also applied for early retirement and voluntarily gave back half of his retirement bonus um, which amounts to roughly about two thousand six hundred dollars. Wow! Poor little man. Yeah. So. Uh, I had a joke about xenophobia not being for Americans anymore, but now I just feel bad. Yeah. So I mean, basically, it's you know everybody's like, well, you you couldn't understand, you know, ticket please or something like that after two and a half years, but. You know, how many 70-some-odd-year-old people do you know that, you know, can't look at a, a a cell phone and figure out what they're doing? And cell phones have been around for a while, and they can't even make a call, let alone go on and do Facebook or anything like that. So, I mean, it's not for nothing, but when you get up to that age, there are certain things that... uh just aren't gonna happen anymore yep but at that point he should have said to somebody hey you know i i don't know english maybe i should be doing something other than selling tickets to tourists yeah and it couldn't have just been english it could have also been like languages that maybe you're very assertive so like german Mm -hmm. or spanish um, where he might have taken it a little too personally. Well, I mean, we don't know him. I mean, he's a little Japanese man. But yeah, I'm and, sure and that... we're assuming that it's all English. It just yeah. says that, you know, it was an, a language that he didn't know. Mm-hmm. And a foreigner began yelling at him. So, yeah. His definition of yelling must have been just doing that thing where they just talk louder and slower, thinking that will make them understand. Do you exactly. understand the words that are coming out of my mouth? Man, no one understands the words that are coming out of your mouth. <laughs> yeah, something like that. But yeah, so it could have been a variety of reasons. Yeah. All right. We're going to go ahead and take our last break of night and wrap things up because I just took some um, Tylenol and hopefully that should kick in soon. All right. Uh, let's, set okay, then. let's set things up where it's supposed to be, so... We will be back.
Hey, look at that. We're actually finishing around on time, give or take. I think that's pretty cool. Yeah, it's pretty fun today. Yeah, despite my tooth being a pain in my ass. But, you know. It happens, man. Mm-hmm. It won't get better. Well, depending on how it is, I might have to go see a dent. Uh, I might have to go see emergency dentist after work tomorrow or something. Luckily, not too far from a spot. So, if you have any questions about tonight's show, drop us a line at podcast at animejamsession.com. Again, that is podcast at animejamsession.com. We are here to believe you. Check out our website at animejamsession.com where we post our convention reviews, anime reviews. Photos, videos, cosplay tutorials, and so much more. Um, Koi gave us a uh, cosplay tutorial last week. Um, go check it out. It's pretty cool. And also on our sh- on our site, we also post our podcast. But if you're not able to get our podcast there, you want an easier way of getting it, you can find it on Podcast Alley, iTunes, Stitcher, Miro, Double Twist, Blueberry, Groove, TuneIn Radio, Google Play. And we also post the episodes on the VOG Network forum, so swing by and check them out, too. Check out our YouTube page, youtube.com slash TV, where we post all of our convention videos. Got some stuff coming down the pipe, so stay tuned for that. Twitter.com slash session. Follow us there for updates on our website, uh, our podcasts and conventions we're going to, so you know when we're going live, what cons we're doing, and stuff that we find along our way. And Facebook. Facebook.com slash Anime Jam Session. I just want to say to everybody on the page, thank you so much for liking our posts. Don't you continue to like our posts, links, and videos, and all that cool stuff? We'll definitely bring you more stuff. That's how we roll. And don't forget, we're here on the Vlog Network twice a week, Tuesdays and Thursdays. We're live at Tuesdays, and Encore presentations are on Thursday. But there are tons of other shows on here on this awesome geek-centric uh, network. You got the Cyber Power Coupling Podcast, the Geek Card, Bobby Blackwell Show, Orange Knowledge Radio, Critical Myth, British Invaders, Pod Culture, Electric Sisterhood, Girls Gone Wild, Ranger Pride, Game Bully, and I believe that's it. I think Guys in the Show is coming back soon. I think Pokestop Podcast is coming back soon, so definitely check those out. Um, go around the room. Last words, Ari. I'm tired. Maybe I'll, I'll go to bed early again. I got new sheets the other day. Ooh. They feel really nice. Ooh. Ichigo. I'm gonna go back to sewing some stuff. Katsu Crunch is serious, y'all. Oh. Snip, snip. Mako-chan. Um, I got my new card game in the mail, so tomorrow I'm gonna sit and try and figure out how to play it. What card game is it? Uh, it's the card game Wizard School that I, uh picked up through Kickstarter. Uh, I, I mainly got it because all of the cards are illustrated by Karen Hellion, who I really, really like. And some of the cards have little geeky kind of uh, things included. So I'm looking forward to figuring out how to play it. Neat. Um, my last words is I was actually an adult this week and I actually replaced the um, light bulb in my uh, bathroom. So now we go in there to use the shower. There's a light, and it's fully protected. Everything. Yeah. And also, ow, my tooth. That is it. End of list. We're getting out of here. So I'm Ranma. 
I'm Ari. I'm Mako-chan. And I'm Ichigogami. Great fight, great night. See you next week. And we out this bitch. Night. Yane. Say goodnight, Ichigo. Good night, Ichigo. Say goodnight, Mako-chan. Goodnight, Mako-chan. Reverb. Heart. You're hurting worse than his tooth. (sighs) This podcast has been a production of Anime Jam Session and AJS Productions. No fanboys and fangirls were hurt, maimed, shot, electrocuted, or pistol whipped in this episode. For now. The views, opinions, and thoughts expressed on the show do not reflect the staff or the network as a whole. But we're still right, damn it. For transcripts of this episode, start typing. Check us out at AnimeJamSession.com and VogNetwork.com for more information about us and other programming. Jamatane!